This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Windsor Johnston. A federal judge in New York City is ordering former President Donald Trump to pay nearly $355 million for civil fraud. The ruling delivers a crushing blow to the Republican presidential frontrunner. The court had already determined that Trump falsely manipulated his net worth. Now, in addition to the financial penalties, the judge has also banned Trump from serving as an officer or director of any New York corporation for a period of three years. President Biden says he's outraged and blames Russian President Vladimir Putin for the death of the country's opposition leader, Alexei Navalny. Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened to Navalny is yet more proof of Putin's brutality. No one should be fooled, not in Russia, not at home, not anywhere in the world. World leaders are also expressing shock and outrage over the death of Navalny, yet questions still linger over the timing and cause of death. NPR's Charles Maines reports from Moscow. A video posted online by the independent Russian Soda News Service showed Navalny in good spirits and joking with judges as he appeared by video feed from prison for a court hearing on Thursday. 24 hours later, Russia's Federal Penitentiary Service announced the opposition leader was dead. In a brief statement, the prison service said medics had been unable to resuscitate Navalny after he fell unconscious following a walk in a prison yard. Navalny's family has voiced skepticism, noting the news came from government sources, but that Russian President Vladimir Putin bore direct responsibility if true. Putin made no mention of his longtime critic during public meetings Friday. Charles Maines, NPR News, Moscow. Concerns about President Biden's age are putting pressure on Vice President Kamala Harris as she and Biden seek a second term in the White House. NPR Sarah McCammon reports Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is highlighting those worries on the campaign trail. Campaigning in South Carolina last weekend, Haley predicted without evidence that Harris will replace Biden. It's either going to be me or it's going to be Kamala Harris. Marie Hancock, a political scientist at Ohio State University, says Haley is drawing on a drumbeat of attacks on Harris in right-wing circles. She's using some dog whistles to actually counteract dog whistles that could be levied against her. Hancock says the attacks on Harris may offer a preview of general election messages Republicans are likely to use in the months to come. Sarah McCammon, NPR News, Washington. At the close on Wall Street, the Dow lost 145 points. This is NPR News in Washington. A member of the NCAA's Committee on Infractions has stepped down over the organization's policies regarding the participation of transgender athletes. William Bach says the guidelines that allow transgender athletes to compete against biological females are unfair. The NCAA has so far not commented on Bach's resignation. 
Alabama became the first state last month to execute an inmate through nitrogen gas. Now, as other states are considering the method of execution, an Alabama death row inmate has filed a lawsuit calling the method a human experiment. Troy Public Radio's Joey Hudson has more. When the state of Alabama executed Kenneth Eugene Smith, a mask was strapped to his face with nitrogen gas pumping in until he died of oxygen deprivation. The lawsuit, which was filed in a U.S. district court, says Smith shook and convulsed before dying in a way that was, quote, neither quick nor painless, but agonizing and painful. Wilson's lawyer also claims execution by nitrogen gas violates the constitutional amendment against cruel and unusual punishment. For NPR News, I'm Joey Hudson in Troy, Alabama. Kansas City police say two juveniles have been charged in connection with the shooting at the city's Super Bowl victory rally this week. A woman was killed and 22 others were wounded in the attack. I'm Windsor Johnston, NPR News in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Acorn TV. Acorn TV is brilliant television told brilliantly. From charmingly cozy mysteries to daringly dark dramas. Visit acorn.tv for a 30-day free trial with promo code NPR. Acorn TV. Brilliant.